0: Hi, my name's Andy Cope and welcome to the most uplifting podcast in the world. As a positive psychology researcher, I'm excited, delighted and honoured to be sitting in the podcast hot seat. The aim is to bring you guests who have something interesting or insightful or inspirational. They might have a story to tell, something clever, something simple, anything goes. We hope to inspire, educate, entertain and on a good day, maybe even make you chuckle. And why should you listen? Well we figure life is relentless, it's full on and most people are a million miles away from feeling as great as they could so think of this podcast as a reminder or maybe a leg up to being a better version of you, sometimes against the odds. So relax, open your ears, open your mind and allow me to bring you this week's amazing episode of the best podcast in the world, on with the show. Well, loyal podcast listeners, I'm going to introduce you today, a very special guest star, a good mate of mine, uh, Mike Martin. Now, Mike is the most amazing speaker that you've
1: probably never heard of yet. Um, so, uh, Mike, how are you doing, mate? I'm, uh, I'm great today, mate. Thank you. And uh, thank you for that, uh, that introduction. Okay, well, well. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful
0: Welsh accent
1: there. So, um, and it's uh, God's own country, isn't it, mate? You're, you're Cardiff way, are you? Whereabouts are you? I'm Cardiff. I'm looking out the window. The sky is ultra blue, uh, and we're on a on a beautiful day. It's about only ever two minutes away from uh, some wonderful scenery. So, okay. uh,
0: good lad, lots to be happy about, then, fella. Yeah. And I know that you're currently uh, juggling um, the day job, a very important day job, with um, with the with the whole concept of making Wales an even happier place. So, so tell me about the day job first, fella.
1: Um, I work for a organization, government organisation called Office for National Statistics. Um, lots of people have heard it and seen it on the news. So we're doing, so currently we're doing the census test. We just uh, created a new concept called the Data Science Campus, uh, but we do all the statistics. So the GDP, we work that out. Um, The um, the retail sales index, all of those uh, things. So we we get to uh, collect data uh, from uh, you lovely people and businesses and uh, help inform decision making, so that we can. uh, uh, Wow, mate! So and you're like senior bloke, bloke in that. You're like proper clever. Are you a bit of a geek? Mike, are you... I'm a, I'm I used to be a bit of a geek. I'm more of a manager geek now. But uh, as we've as we've proved previously, we've had some technical issues before. So I'm not the greatest IT person, but I I, I work in work in IT and um, do smart working and things like things like that.
0: Okay, fella, and I, and I know that you we're going to talk about how you're going to transform Wales and make it an even happier place because I know it's rocking anyway but um you're you're kind of uh you, you well we're working on that as a plan maybe but the, the reason the reason I wanted to talk to you today fellow was that I do a blog every couple of weeks I put a blog or a podcast in the hope that somebody somewhere will read something or hear something that might just give them a spring in their step or a better day and then you you boomed in 6 months ago with a guest blog all right so you've only written one you write a guest blog you put it out on the website And it got more Twitter followers and it got more web traffic than any of them. I've been doing blogs for 10 years and your humble little blog got more recognition than mine. So maybe that's the starting point, fella. Can you tell me about that blog?
1: Um, I thought I wanted to tell a uh, tell a story when we when we're standing there doing art of brilliance we we tell uh, tell stories we share bits of our life lives with people uh, to hopefully illustrate uh, how they can be the best version of themselves uh, through what we've done and what we've learned um, and I realized that I had a great little story about my daughter uh, Rachel um, but I was never going to tell it um, in a in a gig well i'm 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 not able to tell it yet let's say uh so i thought oh let's put it on a blog uh because um she had a life worth sharing and she she illustrated to me that concept that we talk about of the two percenter
0: okay so tell me more i'm intrigued mate i'm intrigued so you cuz you you got married didn't you and and it's in the modern world um your wife already had a little girl is that correct
1: Yeah so uh, I met I met Rachel when she was 3 your brother uh, Chris was 6 um so we had a bit of a different relationship we were more mates um it was more mates and banter than um than uh, sort of uh, dad and dad and daughter because she already had a dad and they would have been a bit disrespectful to 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 that dad to uh, uh make me a dad so uh, we had uh, we had an interesting relationship. She was a bit of a pain in the arse sometimes, yep. um, but um, she she was uh, a great person to be around. Uh, loved life. Unfortunately, um, she got ill when she was thirteen um, with uh, a cancer called Hodgkin's lymphoma, which, on the positive, was one of the best cancers to get at that <laughs> age, um, and was sort of ninety five percent likely to um get over it but unfortunately she had to be the one in 20 so um and it's it's really about how she lived through that and was it exceptional it was she lived an utterly normal positive life despite everything i think was the the message uh, that she enjoyed life to the full um you know she did things that other people would have gone oh, i can't be bothered i've got cancer um you know so she 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 really did uh live to that and never lived her illness uh she just lived life every day like like it was wow. you know like it was worth living
0: and dare i ask me well, what what age did she actually uh die 17 17 so she lived a, a short but really really awesome life and and the blog was, is is the blog is kind of quite funny it starts really funny and then when you get halfway you realize it's not funny and um you know i think we got the reason we got such a response from it was because it touched a lot of people there's a lot of people in tears at the
1: end of it but it's not really a sad story is it no no it was um It's you can make it. It's it's like everything we talk about. It's a choice. You could make it a sad story um, or you can make it a happy, happy story. She chose to make that life a happy one. And so we choose to do the same.
0: Yeah, okay, wow. But it also puts it into perspective when we're moaning about the weather, when we're moaning about the traffic, which we do on a daily basis. And it sounds like she went through 17 years of having something genuinely to moan about, and yet she wasn't. She was just... Living living life to the full. So it's and it's easy for for me to sit here with my headset on and pontificate about living life to the full. But I mean, she's a living breathing example of somebody who actually did it. So so that was great. And then and then there's a new blog. There's a new. So he follows that up then six months later with a new blog that isn't out there yet, but we'll probably coincide it with this podcast. And the new blog is about something completely different. But then when I scratch the surface, it's exactly the same message. I think. Tell me about the new blog, mate
1: so i suppose it's a follow-up in it you know i was thinking about right so if i'm i've got to follow that <laughs> um, yes yes yeah you know, the, the that, that was the opening one right i've got to follow that what can i what can i do that's different um there was only ever going to be one story about rachel so i had to make it a good one um you know for her um and uh, this one was more about um so you know, I've I've gone my life, everybody's life. You go through ups and downs, and you learn things as you go along. And it was about, well, how? What's the best way? What's the best way to live? Live life. Um, and it suggests that living life in appreciation of everything, um, of gratitude, um, you know, mindfully is the best way I found so far. Um, and I've tried a few. Uh, yeah. And it, it, it was it was just really about that and, and how that um, I suppose we talk science, we talk scientific sometimes and we talk about the brain and its ability to to process all your memories are there um, and you look at it through a different lens. If you live life in appreciation, you get a new history. Whoa.
0: Can I just unpick unpick that a bit? That is a very powerful sentence. If you live life in appreciation, you get a different history. What do you mean by that, fella? Well,
1: if you've gone through, I I spent a good bit of my time as a mood hoover, as I know you did. Um, And when doing that, when you go back and access those memories, your brain will throw you the stuff you want to see. So it will throw you the mood hoover stuff, the times you were sitting around waiting and the times uh, things were a bit miserable and, and things like that if you change that filter and and look at look at life it, you're in an appreciative mode you know uh the brain will go oh i'll throw you all that stuff that i haven't been throwing you for a while those little moments those smiles um those little sunny days when you were sitting there waiting for something um and you get a whole new view on it so it sort of gives you a new past it gives you a new future and it makes now Brilliant. Good gracious Does that me?
0: make sense? That does make sense, mate. And that's, I mean, we've had some great guests on the podcast, mate, over the, over the last few months. And I don't think anybody's nailed it quite like that. That's beautiful. And that ties in with, I don't know if you're aware of the Barbara Fredericks and stuff. She talks about broaden and yeah. build. So, I mean, so, so it's almost like the invention of happiness. The reason why happiness was ever uh, as, as a human feeling in the first place, she reckons, is because when you're feeling in a really really good mood and you're feeling fantastic in the moment now then your brain literally switches on and you can start to see possibilities it can see solutions it becomes creative so not only does your past become much more uh, kind of glowing and vibrant and sunshiny and alive you can access really good memories from the past mm. but it also opens up possibilities of the future and i really i'm excited by that so the the now the way, the state you're in now massively affects the decisions that you make and the um mm. and and it opens things up Uh, future possibilities. Whereas when you're in that mood-hoover zone, when you're in that slightly kind of bog-standard, can't-be-bothered default negative that we can all slip into, like you say that, not only it colours your past because you access the the slightly dull memories but it also you can't see the possibilities of the future and you you close down whole avenues of thought that just don't exist when you're in that negative zone. So I love the way that you articulated it in a non-scientific way (laughs) that makes perfect sense scientifically as well
1: yeah no I've, I've, I've got a bit of the science uh, science behind it, but more of mine is experience, I suppose the when you're looking back in grief or pain or whatever, some of the stuff you won't your brain won't even show you because it hurts too much. When you're looking in appreciation, you can access that, you can learn from it, you can enjoy the good times. So the 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 whole, you know, there's probably people walking around now listening to this with a bit of a hole in their heart because they've lost someone. If they if they can move to that appreciation, the whole gets filled with love. Wowza. Okay, all right. Well,
0: that takes me on neatly onto what I was going to want to talk about anyway next because you're talking about stories, right? So rather than science, I mean, I like to think the art of being brilliant is grounded in science. So positive psychology is not positive thinking, it is, positive psychology is the science of people who are already feeling fantastic and flourishing and learning what we can learn from them. But we don't deliver it in a scientific way. We deliver it via stories. And I know I know that you've been delivering a lot of Art of Being Brilliant and leadership stuff in your organisation. So how's it going, mate? What you've been practising, what works and, and have you had any epic fails? I'm interested in what doesn't work as well. So how's it been going?
1: Um... Uh, it's been going pretty good. Um, my epic, I'll give you my biggest epic fail. We talk about 4,000 weeks, the average average time we have here. Um, and feedback on one of the early earlier courses was it would be good to have more uh, interaction on tables. So I put a load of s- smaller um, little things for the, for the audience to do. And I put one around 4,000 weeks. So I said, so. So I, I explained the 4,000 weeks. And I said, so, you're all looking, I'm looking at you. There's probably no one under 40 in the room. So we've all used up a fair bit. <laughs> okay. So, how are you going to make the rest of your 4,000 weeks count? Off you go, five minutes. Yeah. <sighs> Completely, completely quiet. They did, they did do something, and something came out of it. But I thought, no, we'll shelve that one for next time. Okay. We, won't, we won't, do well, that. Well, it's too,
0: mate, it's too big a question, mate. It's too big a question <laughs> because it, it, it was, yeah, it? because it's um, no, it's a tumbleweed moment. Because actually, most people mm-hmm. we just blithely go through our four thousand weeks, counting them down, wishing them away, in what we call destination addiction. You know, and and I think what you're asking them to is we want, we're, we're all about trying to make a dent in the universe, aren't we? In your four thousand weeks, coming alive. And it's a really big question to ask in a corporate setting. Is well, <laughs> what are we going to do to
1: count? i are we going to make them uh, count? So uh, but I successes, think- mate. Successes. What's what's
0: working well for you?
1: Um, apart from once, um, special pants. They love the special pants. Oh, tell the audience yes.
0: about special pants, mate, because it's one of my faves as well.
1: Well, we've uh, we've most of us, most of most of you listeners will have a draw uh, with uh, with pants in at home. And um, most of you will have special pants in them that make you feel fantastic. <laughs> but the joke is that you only wear them occasionally. Uh, and you've got loads of rubbish pants that you wear all the time and mediocre pants. But you, you, you don't wear your special pants every day. Well, cause... you
0: wear them for a special occasion, a very special occasion, mate. You know what I'm saying. So what's the point? What's the point of the special pants then?
1: Well, um, you know, every day's a special day. So get rid of your old pants, get some, get lots of special pants and walk around like it is the best day in the world because it <laughs> will be.
0: Well, I have a big slide that accompanies that that just says life is, is a special occasion. And I just say, well, that's the truth. You know, so why are we waiting? So why have you had it once that didn't work?
1: Uh, we, I had about 10 in the room and nowhere ever I went. So you've all got and, and hands up those. Keep your hands up if you've got special pants. Every hand went down. And it was like right, so that's not going to work. <laughs> they not got a special pants. We'll move on quickly. Edits every day's a special pants day. Slide out <laughs> of, uh, of of deck and moves on. Uh, so that was, uh, but it's 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 only happened once. Things that work well, um, the fleas. Um... Tell me about the fleas, mate. You can't just say fleas on the podcast without without exploring it. It's this beautiful little – it's only about 90 seconds. You can find it on YouTube, Training training Fleas, if you search, search on it. And it talks about how if you, if you shed some fleas in a jar um, for three days, they will habitualize um, only jumping to the top of the jar so they don't hit their heads. Um, so when you take the, take the top of the jar off, they will keep going. But they, but they will also then teach their, their kids – <laughs> uh baby fleas um yeah to only jump that high so for me it was it was a massive punch in the face when you when you showed me that one because it was a so that's my impact on it so it's not about fleas it's about how we limit ourselves our habits limit ourselves and how we teach that to the people we oh, love
0: oh dude once again you said it better than the fleas video itself i think it's uh i often i will play the fleas video for 30 seconds and then i'll just say Shall we all go home? Because there's no point, is there? Because essentially this is how we operate as human beings. We copy the ways of thinking and the ways of behaviour of the people around us and then we pass those ways of thinking and those behaviours down to the next generation without yeah. knowing it. And we, therefore we are limiting ourselves. The only thing really stopping us jumping higher or further than uh, the flea in the jar and the other person next to you is is your thinking. And it's all the thinking. Um, that is really what we're talking about and I, I love the fact you take the stories on I know you've put your own stories in there and you've made the Art of Being Brilliant your own
1: sort of thing now and you've had a chance to practice next year you should be getting good now fella So It's great in because I'm doing it in a work context I get to meet people months after they've been on the course and people have come up and say that's changed my life and you, you go, cool we got somewhere. You know, yeah. that's another one another one dead, which is lovely.
0: Well the reason the beauty of it, mate, and I think is the reason why you really get this, is it's not really about work. It's about no. it's we're well, back to those pesky four thousand weeks in your story about Rachel. She didn't actually have four thousand weeks. She was robbed yeah. of, of, of a massive uh, number of four thousand weeks. So we're not guaranteed to even get four thousand. We're gonna average four thousand weeks on this planet. But I think it's it's back to what I said on a previous podcast with somebody else. It's about that six cents movie where the little boy says to Bruce Willis I see dead people. Mm. And I'm like, do you know what? I see them every day on a Monday morning. You can see them like zombies coming across the car park. And I don't want to be a dead person. I want to be a properly alive person. And I know that you do too. So it's this... It's this kind of second wind that we can get when we get when we realise the simplicity of what positive psychology really is all all about. Now I know that you're gonna do it corporately in Wales and I know it's not just Wales, right? But I know you know when you end up delivering the Autobian Brill on a full time basis. I know your passion really is to deliver it in schools. So tell me about what how the school model works.
1: Um, well a school the, the the school model what I love about it is I love two things about it. One um, if we can get there at year five, year six before they go into teenager mode um, you're not you're not fixing it when you're doing the corporates you're sort of trying to get people out of their forty forty years of habitually being a bit average and a bit negative um, If you can get them at nine or ten, you're sort of reinforcing it at the start so they never have to go down that route so their their four thousand weeks is going to be better. All right, so that's that's the, the that that's the 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 brilliant thing, and it means they will if they get that being happy means they will work harder and they will get better results and they will get, they will get a better job and they will find a brilliant partner and all of those things. That's that's uh, sort of uh, really powerful. The the other bit about the schools model is that we it's not just a one day quick. Um, you know, getting people happier, we do it over over a, a period of time, um, we help them, we give them resources. so we make it stick in their school. So we give it to a year you know in the school and then their job is to roll it out to the rest of the school. So we not only impact on those that those classes, we impact on that school um, on the community that school is in. Uh, so it really is about basically creating viral viral positivity and happiness um to to basically um you know sort out the world which is i think pretty cool thing to do really
0: it, well it's i think it's a revolution mate i've been i've been uh, in positive psychology 10 12 years now and this is the most amazingly exciting thing that i've ever been involved in is is genuinely is is embedding it in the culture of a school via the kids owning their own well-being and their own happiness. So we actually literally challenge them, don't we, to say, right, come up with a plan about how are you going to improve your own learning? How are you going to improve the happiness of the people in your school? How are you going to impact positively on your community? And then we let them run with it. So they come up with their own ideas and then six months later we go back and we like do the the Ofsted inspection, except it's the exact opposite because it's about inspecting happiness. And um, it is, it is, revel- I was in a school up in the northeast uh, last week, mate, just uh, visiting the kids. I didn't deliver the programme, I went in to just talk to them about what they've learned. This was six months ago, they did the programme, they can remember it. And they, do you know what, it's going to be on another podcast. They They could talk about their school values. You know, like in businesses, I go in and I can see school, I can see the values on the posters on the wall. And you ask people about them and they haven't got a clue. They've never looked at them. They don't really live them. These kids could talk me through the values in some detail. And they were nine years old. They were nine oh, years brilliant, old. It, it, well, it's a game-changer. It is a game-changer, which is why uh, why I'm, I know you share my excitement about it. So we're going to be spreading that across the Principality of Wales, which is which is going to be a good thing. Um, so can, can we... Um, I don't want to take too much of your time, matey. Can we talk about, just very briefly... Uh, the podcast question that I ask every guest, and that is, because we talk about happiness and positivity, what makes you happy, fella?
1: Um, I think when it, when it comes down to it, it's the, it's the beautiful ordinary, or mindfulness, uh, what we call uh, beautiful ordinary. I'll, I'll give you an example. I had, um, we had a, an emergency can you look after the grandkids last Friday. Uh, and it was just me and uh, me and my uh, almost two-year-old Alfie, uh, and he was playing, playing away there. Um, and I put my phone down. I just watched his face for an hour, at <laughs> the learning, the fascination. He was, he had Connect Four. And I'd showed him how to get the get the little things into the Kinect 4, yet he was still trying to get them in at 90 degrees to, to it. And I was thinking, look, it's not going to work, mate. But he was trying to work out what the possibilities were. And you could watch, you could see him learning and, and doing stuff. And it's just, if we if we switched our smartphones off, there's so much around us um to uh, to just enliven and entertain us. And I'm sorta of noticing noticing that. Um run up hugs are fantastic. So uh, not normal- a, a run up hug. A wow. run up, yeah. I train uh, so he's just started working. He, he's not doing run up hugs, he's, he's he's doing good, good low lower knee hugs at the moment yeah. before I lift him up. But Gracie's five, she can do she does a good run up run up hug. <sighs> Are they the uh, ultimate
0: mate? they are the ultimate in hug, aren't yeah. they when the kids are so excited to see they run at you and throw
1: themselves at you wow, yeah. so that's great um i love i, I, I love being uh, with my misses uh just um doing the art of brilliant stuff and um playing guitar and singing blind that's that's oh, that's
0: oh. nothing they're very expensive in there you're quite a cheap date, aren't you really? I mean it's all very simple I, stuff.
1: I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty good. I I had a fantastic time. You know that that pint we had last week. Yes, that was the first pint of 2017. Okay, for uh, for for me because virtually every other time um, I trade I I go oh I could have a pint or I could have a Kit Kat later. And I, I always go for the out, but it was—it <laughs> was really nice. It was just that right time, that perfect, uh, perfect moment. So it was. uh Glad.
0: So alcohol, alcohol is the is the solution to uh, to the world's ills. Yeah, I like that as well. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> fella, look, I, I'm going to call a halt to it there because I've I've taken up a, a lot of your time, Mikey, I, I mean, I know you. I I know that you know that I'm excited about having you on board. I know that what what I like about you is that you properly and very quickly get what we're all about and what Otterby and Brill does. You get how the schools and the business and the content and the stories all fit together. You're kind of making it yours. And I know that you're going to be taking the world by storm, mate. So uh, thanks for being on the podcast. And I I think, you know, when I was young and naive, when I was young and naive, mate, I don't know, 20 years ago, I used to think we could change the world. And now working with people like you, mate, I know that we can, I'm absolutely sure that we can, so Mike Martin thank you very much indeed for joining me today and we will put your new blog uh, a link to that um, near this podcast so people can have a look at that as well, thanks ever so much, fella
1: Thank you, mate, take care
0: And that, dear listener, is that. I hope you found it as interesting and as useful and as stimulating as I did. Congratulations, by the way, on making such a great choice of listening material. Please subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I wish you well. You've been listening to the Art of Brilliance podcast. Listen to and subscribe to all our podcasts at www.artofbrilliance.co.uk podcasts.